If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy. And you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. everybody, welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, a horror movie recap podcast for those of you too scared to watch for yourselves. I'm Emily. <laughs> I got really excited there. <laughs> so good. Um, I'm Emily. I'm one of your hosts and I am too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Henley. I am also too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy. I'm extremely brave, very, very brave. <laughs> and I felt really brave watching this movie. You really have been knocking it out of the park for us. I'm surprising myself. Well, before we get into it, um, did anything scary happen to you this week? Well, I guess the scariest thing that happened to me this week was when uh, Sammy texted us last night a photo <laughs> of her her foot after experience. You're going to have to explain this, Sammy, because I don't understand what it is. It's some kind of, all right, it's a foot peel. It's an exfoliating foot peel. Okay. You basically put like two plastic bags on your feet uh-huh. and let it soak. I've heard about these. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty great, but there is a two day, well, more than two day phase of your feet looking absolutely disgusting. It's hard to, the best descriptor is when you used to put glue all over your hands as a kid and then peel yeah. the glue off. Only it is is your skin. profoundly worse because it is your skin and also there's more of it. Yeah. There's it's like so much of it. Yeah, it's very gross. It didn't look like it was from the natural world. <laughs> I mean, I took my socks off and I was like, ah. <laughs> Gotta text my friends. <laughs> I need to share this scary moment with my friends. Okay, what about you guys? Um, I saw the director's cut of Midsummer. Oh, right. And it was eight extended scary look at codependent relationships all the added scenes were just additional relationships between the two and boy oh boy it was a scary reminder of toxic relationships how much longer was it it was a half hour longer i think about that's that's a lot of fights though yeah there was one big one in the middle um where she basically is like do you not love me anymore? And he's like, I'm sick of like you doing nice things for me to make me feel bad. And she's like, you think I do nice things for you to make you feel bad? Oh, like, God. And he's like, yeah, because you always want to be the victim and I'm the villain. Like, oh, oh, no. Oh, I that is bad. Yeah, that is really, really bad. That's <laughs> a really sweat well, in the audience. And you know about how he that we asked discussed that that's a breakup movie that like really leans into like, oh, here's what you were going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also how two people can create their own narratives within the same relationship. Right. And that's just everything. live right. into that right. fully. Right. Even though if it's what not an based empathetic in reality. perspective on that conversation, I'm like, good job. That's <laughs> okay. really. It's very nice that you're getting. Uh, you're the one of us who's getting married. I, I believe in you. <laughs> I believe in your future. That's a really good perspective. Either that, or just like so detached and like looking at everything from a million miles away. Like, oh wow, look at that. <laughs> look at those there. two people like doing you're a thing. <laughs> just like being an, human beings you're trying an to alien get through this world. Studying, <laughs> studying the human species. That's how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. 
Um, Emily, what about you? Um, I was driving in traffic next to one of those big, um, like a tourist buses that's like a double decker. And the whole side of the bus was plastered with a huge shark with its mouth open. I am truly in a way that I can't explain or process so scared of sharks terrified of sharks so like can't look at pictures like so scared of sharks and I was next to this bus for like 10 minutes oh my god you were I kept thinking I was gonna get away from it but we were in like stop and go traffic and I truly it was like honestly a danger on the road like they shouldn't (laughs) be allowed to do that because I couldn't look to that (laughs) side of me and I have to pick my feet up off the ground when I see pictures of sharks as if... Which doesn't work when you're driving. No. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. work when you're driving. It's bad. It, so oh really, honestly, God. I think that that is an unsafe choice by, we the, gotta, I don't know, the yeah, bus company. We, we, we got to write a letter. Yeah, Star Tours? Do I, don't know, I don't know who. It's bigger than Star Tours, but I don't, I don't know. It was bad. It was scary, and I I didn't like it at all. Oh, I'm glad you made it through it. Oof. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Sounds like we all had pretty scary yeah, weeks. Pretty scary weeks. <laughs> and, and here's a fun fact about today's episode. No guest. No guest. It's just us. It's, it's an intimate us, little, <laughs> little gathering of friends <laughs> talking about this movie, which I'm so excited about. All right, baby. This week's movie is It Chapter 2. I saw it last night. I am ready to talk about it. <laughs> Sammy's like vibrating with excitement right now. Pennywise, Pennywise, a whole lot. It was two hours and forty nine minutes, the Oy. longest horror movie ever made. I read oh somewhere. You know, I didn't fact check, but <laughs> we don't fact we check. Don't fact we don't fact check on this podcast. Listen, you Look, read it on the internet. We're it's setting real. that as You love facts. This is not the podcast for you. <laughs> um, okay, again, directed by Andy Machete. Uh, based on the second half of the Stephen King novel, and this time starring Jessica Chastain, James McAvoy, Bill Hader, Isaiah Mustafa, and, of course, Bill Skarsgård again, the love of my life, Pennywise. <laughs> Real heavy hitters. This is <laughs> so many big names One in this hell movie. Of a cast. It's honestly Great why cast. when I first saw the the poster, I was like, oh, I'll see that movie. And then like, no, I won't. Um, But what a cast. Okay, well, I was going to say that I was going to frame this episode as me trying to convince you guys to see this movie because I loved it and I did not think it was scary. And I think you might like it. it. Oh, my God. I want to see it. But then I talked to Jenna, who just saw it, but she said it was very scary to her. So now I'm not so sure. Interesting. Well, well, you know what? You'll we'll, decide we'll, for yourself. Let us be the judge. We'll listen to this rundown. And well, we'll Henley, I judge. don't have much hope for. I feel like there's no way in hell I'm convincing her. But Emily, I'm holding out hope. Oh, I'm like a little convert, maybe. I would see it again <laughs> with you. <laughs> I'm the swing vote, baby. <laughs> if you're like Emily and you're feeling like you might be brave enough to see this movie, but you need a little liquid courage, or if you need courage just to listen to this podcast, I have the cocktail recipe for you. Because this is the conclusion of the story of Pennywise the Dancing Clown, we are drinking a last dance. To make a last dance, you'll need six to eight mint leaves, a half an ounce of brown sugar simple syrup, one ounce fresh lime juice, three quarters an ounce of honey simple syrup, two ounces of tangeray gin, and ten dashes of Angostura bitters. Muddle the mint leaves with the simple syrups and lime juice. Add crushed ice and the tangeray and swizzle. And top with 10 dashes of the bitters. A nice little bitters float. Pennywise would be so happy that we are all floating together with our drinks. 
Did that joke work? I'm not sure. And finally, you will garnish it with mint. Cheers to you for being so brave, and cheers to Pennywise's last dance. Um, I didn't look up that many reviews because because it just came out, and so I I wanted to like well I will really say, be surprised by it. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I won't say. But it's rot- it, Rotten Tomato score is lower than the previous. I did see that. I said, and and I did see when I looked it up today the headline of a Jezebel article that I did not read, but the headline is simply. It chapter two is bad and dumb. Oh, good. <laughs> to the point. So they have some thoughts. I had, um, they have some I don't thoughts. Know. I don't know. It feels like they were sleeping on that headline, gotta That's, say. Yeah. <laughs> really but, but in a way, it, in there. In a way it maybe is the best headline. <laughs> I love it. But bad I also and disagree. Dumb. Um, and I looked up some, some fun facts, some trivia. The only one that I honestly found that interesting was that the young actors who were in the Losers Club from chapter one grew tremendously was the wording in this trivia mm. in the two years following filming because they were what were they like 13 and now right. they're 15 they're that's some like crazy prime time. puberty yeah. stage um so they had to digitally de-age I them i saw it i could tell there were parts where i was like what the fuck is going on with their faces yeah they I like wasn't. softened yeah. their features yes and you could tell in the theater and well, i wasn't like totally sh- it wasn't totally sure but i like there was definitely a few shots where I was like, they look weird. And I saw that Finn Wolfhard is quoted being like, yeah, they like softened my features a lot. Like, I'm sure that I'm he's like, grown oh, up I'm, now. I'm fucking manly. Um, he was really, he needed people to know. Um, and the actor who plays Ben, his name is Jeremy Ray Taylor. Look that up. Mm-hmm. Grew nine inches. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> From filming of chapter one to chapter two. Wow. All right. I think I'm going to really try to convince you guys to go see this with me to be fair i when we watched the trailer for the first one it it almost the way it's filmed felt almost like oh you're watching a scary harry potter like it felt mm-hmm. like big budget and right. there is this kind of commercial it's vibe not to dirty the film. in the way yes, that you said yes, that dirty yes. scary movies are bad that's yeah. true and it's also not like it doesn't feel as real and like viscerally real yes. as some of the more and scary and another ones. thing that I noticed for me personally that makes it a lot less scary is there's so much comedy in this movie that it's mm. hard to ever like sit in your fear like the tension is constantly broken with a joke or mm-hmm. like a one liner and it just makes it so much more enjoyable and i do love bill Hader so, bill Hader much. so much we love bill come on the pod oh my bill, god love i love him so much <laughs> come on the pod either we- either bill we'll take either <laughs> either bill can i tell a quick side note about bill Hader? yes when i was looking at things to tweet from our account today we're on um, twitter <laughs> there's one um press video that bill Hader does with finn wolfhard and they're supposed to explain what happens in chapter one so to get ready to for chapter two very similar to the podcast that we are doing (laughs) right right now but he said he was like this is dumb he was like this is dumb i don't know why we're doing this why don't you just go to wikipedia and read a summary of what chapter one was and i was like wow bill is probably not gonna come on that's a direct hit to our podcast direct i take that as a direct hit to our podcast personally anyway i just wanted to mention that (laughs) all right should we watch the trailer? Yeah, let's, let's do it. it. Let's watch the trailer. Sure, I'm scared, but Henry's let's do it. more up for it than she was for chapter one, so that feels oh, like a good I'm going to close my eyes. For 27 years, I dreamt of you. I craved you. I missed you. We need to finish it. 
on the inside until we don't have a choice anymore. You lied. Let's just dive into it. Dive into it. Okay. So I'm going to start off by saying that I saw it yesterday. I was too embarrassed to take notes. So I'm <laughs> going from memory. I had an extra large. Too embarrassed, large- didn't note. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I had an extra large margarita. So, you know, this isn't going to be perfect, but I'm going to give you the scariest parts. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. All right. It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet, so you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. So we start at the fair. A guy is playing one of those games where it's like squirting water into a clown face to like explode a balloon. And the Mm. first one whose balloon pops uh, wins and he wins and the little girl next to him is all sad and he feels bad and he's like, oh, thanks for letting me win and gives her the stuffed animal. She comes back later. That's why I'm talking about her. Mm. Um, But the guy walks away with his boyfriend. They are 
um, in Derry, by the way, and this is still in Derry and present day. So they like walk away and he says something like about how people in Derry are homophobic and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to move out of this town soon. And then this like group of bullies we're back, uh, back to bullies. Well, this time it's a hate crime. And are these crime. kids? It's like, no. Teens? Well, there's some teens and some like early 20s people. So are it like, looks a like a couple adults? Yeah. Okay. And so they kind of follow them out of the fair and they're on mm. a empty street. And they basically, yeah, just like start beating both of them up. <sighs> and they're like beating the shit out of the one guy. Um, and then they they're on a bridge and they, after they've, like, beat this guy up a lot, they lift him over the side <gasps> of the bridge, and they're like, welcome to Derry, faggot, and, oh like, my throw God. him off. What the fuck? It's so crazy. It's a very intense hate crime right what off the bat. What the fuck? And um, he's, like, in the water, and they leave, and his boyfriend's, like, calling over the side of the bridge, like, are you okay? And he's, like trying to stay afloat in the water and he's like help oh me god, help oh me god. and then you see pennywise no. on the shore reaching his hand to him oh, and no. the boyfriend runs down and pennywise looks at the boyfriend and smiles and then like does the whole unhinging the jaw <gasps> thing and just like bites into his chest <sighs> and kills him no already no not uh, seeing this film <laughs> i might it's no. not a limb i can handle this it's not oh, a, it's a chest. So it's, a chest. it's a chest you can lose a chest <laughs> chest bite i can chest handle bite, it not so bad chest bite also i do like how quickly it seems that these movies just like get right. into it like right. pennywise mm-hmm. will destroy you mm-hmm. that's what's up yeah mm-hmm. um okay so then we go to mike who if we remember from the last movie he's the one whose parents were Burned alive in burned. a mm. in a house fire, and this actor from the Old Spice commercials. Mm. Um, he's great. He's great, and everyone is great. I feel like everyone in this movie is really good. Um, but so he's the only one who has stayed in Derry. All the rest of the Losers Club have left, and he's kind of like gone a little crazy in Derry. Mm. And so he's like holed up and listening to like a police scanner, and so he hears. Well, he had some pretty extreme trauma as a child. Yeah, (laughs) he sure did. (laughs) Um, And so he hears the like description of this specific attack and is like, "Okay, it's back. Like it's time to (gasps) send out the call. And so he basically calls each of the losers to be like, it's time to come back. Mm. Um, (sighs) And through that we get like a scene of each of them and kind of where they are now i'm not just gonna run through them so we start with bill bill is a famous screenwriter now which one was bill so bill's the one with the stutter his stutter is george's his brother George, yeah his george's brother so that's james mcavoy that's james mcavoy his stutter is gone he's a famous screenwriter this movie jumps character to character its structure is very strange but i guess that's how great. it was in the book um, okay, then we cut to Richie. Richie is Bill Hader. Richie is Finn, Ooh, Finn Wolfhard as a kid. Oh, God. 
I can't. I just want to say one more time. I love Bill Hader. I love <laughs> just one more time. He Even is, though he hates our podcast, I love. <laughs> him. He made a direct attack on our. He podcast. directly <laughs> attacked us and our podcast. But I love him. But he I fucking is love him. a shining star. He's having a moment <sighs> right now. He is a shining star in this film. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he got nominated for something for it because he's really great. Would they nominate a horror movie? Probably like not, but maybe no. Bill Hader. Who knows? Who knows? He's the best. <laughs> you know, he's had 21 Emmy nominations. Holy that shit. That is a lot, That's a lot of mm-hmm. Emmy nominations. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it cuts to a shot of him like vomiting at, with the phone to his ear. So the second he's gotten this call from Mike, he just immediately throws up. Well, and his biggest fear is already clowns. Yes. Yikes. Let's not forget. Yeah. Um, and his manager, agent, or whatever is there. He's got people fussing around him that mm. are that are like, "Well, hurry up! You got to be on stage right now." And he's like, "Okay, well, I need a glass of bourbon and a couple of mints." And he's like drinking his bourbon and eat, eating his mints. And he goes on stage and he's a stand-up comedian. Oh, and he cool. like relevant. And he's like not sure what's going on. And the oh, audience no. is like, "Boo, you suck!" And he like can't. He like gets really disoriented. Like a panic attack. It's not a panic attack, but he just like doesn't quite know what's happening. He <sighs> blanks on stage. Um, so basically, what you kind of start r- realizing is that they don't remember what happened, <gasps> and so they're having like kind of physical reactions without knowing why. Oh, whoa! But they but they understand why they need to go back. Well, some of them is it like repressed trauma? I I think so. I think that's what that's called. And, yeah. Well, and it's like, well, yes, it's like that's like what's going on beneath it. But then the but like, like lore is there in magic the, in the yeah in the movie. It's like the further away you get, you kind of start to forget. But mm. Pennywise's influence stays with you, and so oh, that's yeah. why. Isn't that what's happening in the town itself? Is that everyone's that like it would infected have to, right? by Pennywise? Yeah, yes, they would so have to forget, otherwise, right? Yeah. it wouldn't yeah. work. And everyone's yeah. just evil because Pennywise has infected them. Oh, I wonder then why Mike didn't was because he was actively he was engaged there with and it, like yes, stayed and constant, and he, he works like, kept at, it in his mind. He works at the library now. He's like, <gasps> he's like, it, he's the librarian, and he's like constantly surrounded by. They all change his, from um. Meat doing, murdering the sheep. Meat doing. What's the technical term? Not a meat doer. Like a like a working at like a slaughterhouse. That's before. the one. Um, so then we go to Eddie, my favorite character. He's the hypochondriac kid. He's amazingly cast as the grown up version. I don't know his Ooh. name. I didn't look it up. That's rude. Because he deserves a shout out. That's rude. Um, yeah. So basically, Eddie is. I mean, looks the same, acts the same. This casting was spot on. And he's driving and has the same like kind of neurotic energy. He's on the phone with his wife who has a like striking resemblance to his mom. Oh, Mm. no, 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 no. (laughs) And um, he she's like. She's like, you're going to get in a car accident yelling because he's like yelling at other drivers. And he's like, statistically, if I'm going to get a car accident, it's because I'm talking to you. So I have to go. And he's a risk analyst. And Aww. it's just everything is perfect. Everything's lining up. <laughs> it's lining up. And so he hangs up with her. And then she calls back. She's like, you didn't say I love you, just like his mom used to do. Whoa, that's awful. And I liked this because it was kind of like they're. They're, because they've forgotten the trauma of childhood, they've fallen into the same. They Patterns. haven't. They weren't able to They're, grow past that yes, point in their lives. Yes. Wow, which I really I liked that. That's kind of profound. Um, mm-hmm. and so then he hangs up with her and gets the call from Mike, and of course, that's what makes him get into a car. I was going to say he gets oh. in a car accident. Yeah, because he's so thrown. Um, and 
they all get very discombobulated by these phone calls. Mm. Um, and then we go to Ben, and Emily will be very happy to know he's I'm ready a for smoke it. show. Yes. <laughs> oh, yay. And God. he's hot. It's a like boardroom meeting, and he's like the executive, oh, like Skyping in, being like, yes. you guys are like looking at this all the wrong way. And, and you know what? It gets better. <laughs> you know, remember that campaign? It gets better. It gets better. It gets, it gets better. better. He is very hot. He's super hot, mm-hmm. and he's got a like big old mansion. He's businessman. He a big successful business. He's a big successful <laughs> businessman. Big successful businessman. <laughs> um, um, we got a meat doer, and we got a businessman. <laughs> Former meat doer. <laughs> Former meat doer. Now librarian. Sure, sure, an sure. ex-meat doer librarian. <laughs> well, I used to do meat, but... <laughs> now I do books. Now I'm into books. Now I do books. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so then we cut to Bev, who gets the call, and she doesn't like quite know what's happening, but she knows that she has to go back and starts like packing a suitcase, and her husband is like asleep in the bed, mm. and he like wakes up and is like, "What's going on? Like, where are you going?" And she's like, "Oh, like I, a friend from Derry just called. Like, uh, I, it's a long story, but I have to go back." And he's like, "That's like that's okay. Is everything okay?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, everything's okay. I just." I just need to go back there. And he's like, I just don't know why you have to lie to me about it. Because oh, I know. I was like, they're misleading <gasps> us. Yeah, they really were. And he's like, because I heard you talking to a man named Mike. And like, why? Oh, no. And she's like, yeah, he's my friend. And he's like, basically start like loses it. And they have a very violent, upsetting fight where oh, no. he like is like choking her and like Jesus pushing her up against a wall by her throat. And oh. she like hits like a picture frame over his head and he like punches her. Oh my Holy God. Shit. And she I can't remember what the final thing is, but she like throws something in his way that lets her get out of the room and she runs out and like leaves the house and as she's leaving takes off her wedding ring and like leaves it behind. Wow, that's awful. And then we get to Stanley who was the Jewish boy afraid of the painting. Right. He gets the call and he you can see that he's very very afraid and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll come, I'll come," but he like looks really scared. Mm. And then he goes upstairs and goes into the bathtub and slits his wrist. Oh my god! He kills himself. It's, Holy shit! Yeah, he was, actually kills himself. Yep. So he's not in the rest of the movie. He's not in the rest of the movie. Oh. Holy shit! It's very sad. Yeah. Whoa. Yep. yep. I'm shocked. I did not see that coming. I didn't see One it coming either, except for that he's not really in the trailers. And so I was like, oh, I forgot that he like has. Wow. But that, I mean, it is a really interesting it example of the many ways that as an adult you deal with childhood trauma. Sometimes you just don't. I mean, after that experience as a child, it totally makes sense that one of them would not be able to well, deal with it. And also like a comment on like repressed memories and how it just becomes too much. Yeah. That's so sad. Yeah, it's very sad. This is a sad movie. Is, is this a drama? Well, it's a drama. It's a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> this part, that it part. transcends genre. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, this is a, a a bad scene to follow up by saying it's extremely funny, but that's not that scene is not <laughs> no, funny. No, let's go for but it. Overall, oh overall, this movie is very funny. Okay, so after we um, see where all the losers are now, it cuts to kind of the mouth of the sewer 
uh, we're back to 1989, mm. like right after the losers defeated Pe- or like right. got Pennywise to go away the first time, and like the surge of water coming out of the big sewer and all the children's bodies. Oh God! And what? out of the bodies comes Henry, the bully, and he's still alive, and he's like, <gasps> like gasping for air. Oh, because all he did was fall down he the well. Fell down right? the well. Pennywise didn't get him. Yes. And we never like saw what happened to him. So he survived and he goes home and his house is surrounded by police because he killed his dad. Killed his dad. (gasps) Killed his dad. And so he goes to um, a mental institution. Yeah. For murdering his dad and like talking about Pennywise. And so it then goes to present day him in the mental institution and he sees the red balloon floating by the window oh i saw that in the trailer it's in the trailer yep, 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 and yep. he's like laughing and he's like ah he's back he's back and the, he's like going crazy and so they like lock him in his room and there's a red balloon under his bed oh, no. and he goes to reach for it <gasps> no, no 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 pulls no. it out of the way and there's like a waterlogged zombie corpse his friend it's his friend ah! that died in the first one and he gives him back his switchblade Somehow, I'm sure. I mean, it's, still, it's, it's all magic. Still has There's magic. He still has the switchblade, and he gives it back to him. So he's gonna. Kill so some. he kills people to like get out of the mental institution. Yep. yep, yep cool. Yep. And they leave, and the waterlogged corpse drives the getaway car. I was really <laughs> laughing at this part. I was like, "What is?" Oh because sometimes God. it'll like cut because to also, reality. It? It's like in their heads. Yeah. Yes, and so I was very. Someone's driving that car. Yeah, who's like, driving who, it? Who is driving this is car? Pennywise? Can Pennywise drive? Maybe it's Pennywise. I don't know. Pennywise I mean, has God, learned how to funny. drive after. Do I have to take a break really in the sewers? He's learned how to drive. Logic. Okay, so then we cut to a Chinese restaurant in which the Losers Club is meeting up for the first time in 27 years. Mm. And it's, I don't know, just like a fun scene. They're all just kind of reconnecting. Some good Bill Hader jokes in this scene. Mm. Do you think he improved any of his lines? Sorry, not to dwell I'm on sure. Bill Hader for any extra additional time <laughs> in this podcast. I'm sure he did. Bill, come on the pod. We'll talk about it. <laughs> Once you apologize to us for your direct attack. Yeah. So back to the Chinese restaurant, they start kind of remembering things as they are all together and going over things mike is filling in some of the blanks and then of course as they start remembering things they start getting really scared because yes. they are, they've blocked out all these horrible memories Ugh. and they're starting to be like well why do we fucking come back here like i don't want to do that i don't yeah. want to like god they're they're not like super scared yet but starting to kind of get nervous and they like get their fortune cookies after the meal mm. and someone is like my fortune cookie just says guess and like all of their fortune cookies just have one word in it ooh, and ooh, 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 ooh. and they start like trying to like piece it into something and it says like guess couldn't cut it and they're like what like what does oh, this no. mean and it like cuts to or like close up on Jessica Chastain and she's like has like silent tears rolling down her cheeks and she like sets hers down and it says Stanley and so it says guess Stanley couldn't cut it and they're like super freaked out and then all the fortune cookies like burst open into crazy little monsters and one of them is like 
a like spider bird with a baby head oh, and it's what? like crawling at him and crying <laughs> one of them is an eyeball with like tentacles they're screaming they're freaking out and then the waitress like walks up and is like is everything okay over here and like cut to like real. reality and like nothing is happening and they're like yeah can we get the check please <laughs> great. great comedic timing <laughs> and then they're like leaving and this cute kid walks up to bill Hader and is like the fun is just beginning and mm. he's like goes to him and he's like fuck you you like get the fuck away from <laughs> us and he's like screaming at this little kid and the little kid's like i just meant like your set like the fun is just beginning that's your tagline of your like comedy set and he's like oh like okay do you want like a photo or something and he's like no i'm good man <laughs> <laughs> that's great okay i like that part um there is a lot of humor okay so after the dinner they call stanley because they don't quite know what oh, happened yes, right. they don't know it. what that means and his wife answers <gasps> he was married is he was married Ugh. and she says like oh he just passed yesterday and jessica chastain said in the bathtub and she's like how did you know that and then ben is like how like asks her later like you said it before she told you like how did you know how ben dies and bev was bev says like i've seen all of us die what? Because, oh, Beth. because she saw the deadlights, mm. something happened that showed her like what all their lives would be like. And basically the influence of Pennywise stays with you forever. And so it kind of like, that's what the line in the trailer, like eats you all up from the inside. So they'll all die before their time of some like thing related to the trauma that happened, <gasps> either suicide or, you know, an abusive relationship or something like that. Whoa. They go back to their like, they're all staying in like the same hotel. They go back, start like packing their bags and they're like, we're getting the fuck out of here. Like, we don't want to do this. Mm. Um, and Bev has like a moment with Ben where she's like, I'm like remembering that like Bill wrote me this like poem. When, again with the poem. Again with the poem. And she's like, I think like Bill and I like had like something special. But really it was Ben who wrote mm -hmm. the poem. And Ben remembers and looks very sad. Oh. And then Mike is like, Bill, let me show you something. Like, let me show you why you guys all need to stay. And basically drugs him and he's like oh you need to see what i saw and it's like a peyote type thing or something ayahuasca. like that. ayahuasca and he's like i like had a meeting with the like natives that live just outside Derry who have encountered it like sure, through, the through generations. I know it's like a weird little plot, but I guess it's in the book. So mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> remember when we talked last episode about how Stephen King was coked out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it checks out. <laughs> so basically, it this is where we get some background on it and what it is. And it, talk, it talks Finally, about the history of it. It talks about how millions of years ago, millions an asteroid hit Earth. Mm -hmm. So it is an alien, essentially, and has huh. been resurfacing every 27 years, like since then. Oh, interesting. Um, wow. Okay. And sure. It is basically like its original form, I guess, is like balls of light. And they're called deadlights. That's what Bev like looked into his mouth in the first one that like hypnotized I her. See. Okay. Um, and um, 
basically he just takes on different forms and Pennywise is his favorite form. But it is... Pennywise is pretty fun. Pennywise is great. (laughs) Um, So Mike says that this tribal ritual is basically the only way to kill it. And yeah, that if they don't kill it, it's going to kill them no matter how far away they get. Um, Okay, so then we get to my favorite scene, which I'm guessing will not be your guys' favorite Mm. scene. Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) This is a part in the theater where I laughed a lot and nobody else was laughing. (laughs) Oh, I love this. Okay, so we go back to the little girl from the fair. um, Yes. And she's at like a baseball game with her mom and uh, sees a firefly Mm. and kind of follows it underneath the bleachers into like this kind of dark area and we see like a little flash of Pennywise down there Mm. he like says her name he's Mm. like I know your name and like that's what your friends call you right and she's like you're not my friend like I don't know you and she starts to walk away and he goes (laughs) no 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 and she like turns around and is like why are you crying and he's like anytime anyone sees my face they don't want to be my friend anymore just being like super manipulative and she has like a a dick she has like a big what a dick she has a big birthmark on her face so you can tell he's that's what he does right he plays into people's like insecurities yeah and so she's like i i get made fun of too for the way i look and he's like oh for that birthmark on your face like who cares about that isn't that so silly people are so silly and she's like yeah i guess it is kind of silly he's like i could just blow that right away if you come a little closer (gasps) and she's walking closer and um he's like okay like i'll blow it away in one (gasps) two and then he just stops and his like mouth is hanging open drool is just pouring out of his mouth he's like dead eye staring at her (laughs) run away at this point and she's like you're supposed to say and he goes (laughs) (laughs) kills her okay launches at her oh my god wow it sounds like yeah definitely candidate for a favorite scene of the movie sam what i do love about Pennywise. pennywise what i do love about him is he's an alien he's Mm -hmm. a shapeshifter it Mm -hmm. feels like it'd be very easy for him to just consume anyone he wanted but he likes to have fun he likes to have a little fun he likes to make it a game and to like see how far he can he's been around for millions of years he's probably very bored yeah um and i like that about him well okay and yeah and then another thing i will say is last last (laughs) it's the craziest damn thing i've ever I'm pissed off. (laughs) I'm not going to take it anymore. Well, okay. So last episode, I know that we kind of thought that this would be a Pennywise origin story and it's it's not. There's uh, not a lot of Pennywise. Oh, we got like a little blip. It was because of that film for, or the shot from the trailer of Bill Skarsgård. Like, yeah, what's up with so that? I'll, I'll get to we'll that. Get there. Okay. Um, and I that, want you to but I was that kind sure. of expecting like a ton of Pennywise. There's not. And that, do we think that it adds is, up to 12 minutes of talking? Or no, I honestly don't. It felt Damn. like maybe even less, even though the movie is so long. So long. <laughs> but um, yeah. So that's actually kind of the biggest Pennywise scene. Really? So. That's why I love it so much. <laughs> I wonder how much Bill Skarsgård got paid to be this character. Probably a lot. I mean, he's fantastic. I'd pay him. I'll pay him. <laughs> That's how it works, right? Whenever he you wants, cr- I'll match it. <laughs> you crowdfund. 
actor salaries. Uh, yeah, that's definitely how it works. I'll pay, yeah. I'll pay double. No, I'm just, saying, double. I'm just saying if he has that little screen time and that little... Yeah, but he's the titular. He's it. the titular character. And I'm sure they factor in time spent in fucking like hair and makeup and all of it. You know, like I bet mm, he was still true, on set a right. lot. Okay. So after he devours that tasty, tasty, afraid little girl. Tasty girl. Um, then we get to Bill kind of rounding them all back up again. And they go to this clubhouse that Ben built as a little kid. And Mike kind of explains everything to all of them there. And he's like, basically, each of us needs a token of our childhood to burn in this ritual. And that will be like what banishes it. And they hear like from the dark corner of the clubhouse, like... Hello. Oh, no. <laughs> and like, would you like to dance with me? <gasps> and like, Bill Hader emerges from the darkness. And he's like, remember, guys? Because he used to like do a little dance. And they're all like pissed off. But that's pretty funny. funny that's another funny. another that's great moment from Bill Hader. <laughs> um, but OK, so then basically they're all sent off to find their individual tokens. We start with Bev, who is, yes, goes to her old apartment and this old woman answers the door. <laughs> She's surprised because apparently her dad was not dead, which I thought she killed her dad oh, in the maybe, first yeah. movie. But she just hit him really hard with a toilet thing. Sure. <laughs> and she the old woman is like, oh, I'm so sorry to tell you, like your father died. Did you not know? And she's like, we haven't been in touch for a long time. Mm. And she goes in and the lady's like, oh, let me get you some tea. She's kind of looking around the house and she goes into like, I think her old room and pulls a floorboard out and gets the old postcard. She like remembers mm. where it is with the poem on it. And then they're like sitting there, sitting, having tea across from each other. And the old woman is just like, has this really creepy smile and is like leaving way too long of pauses between <gasps> sentences. And so we saw that in the little like yes. teaser trailer. And I read a fun fact that that they did know like that it that when that she phrases, that it's just that actress <laughs> being like a fucking genius. Yeah, and that's she amazing. just so, like would freeze. Oh, that was very smart. Again. Like she just like that's really smart. good. It was decision. not done digitally. She just is awesome. It's very unsettling. And then Bev's like creeped out and like looking at photos on the wall. And she's like, my, the, you hear the old woman from the other room being like, my father came here with just $14 in his pocket and he joined the circus. And like, as Bev is looking at a photo on the wall of like Bill Skarsgård mm. in like an old timey like circus. Mm. And she's like, oh fuck like that's Pennywise's same face. And it is Pennywise. It's not actually an old lady. It's Pennywise, right? Well, it's, it. Right. I think Pennywise is when he's the clown. It is the clown. Right. Okay. But it's it, which yes. is yes. preying on probably her fear of like father child relationships. Yes. Of like, that was my dad. Right. Mm-hmm. So as she's like piecing together <laughs> that this is it, she, the old woman like turns giant and naked and is like chasing her through the house, <laughs> okay, has like great. a troll face. That's and great. is like, <laughs> that's great. I love that. <laughs> and then she like, Closes the door and gets into the hallway and then turns and sees Bill Skarsgård. This is the scene, the shot from the trailer where he's like putting on clown makeup. Um. And the insinuation being that this was a guy that normal, it, normal guy, a normal guy that it 
inhabited inhabited. and then just enjoyed it so much that he's kind of chosen this as his main form and so then that like he like turns to bev and with his like paint on his face starts like peeling his own face off and that's when he does the like whoa Uh, (laughs) and it's very creepy and weird and she runs out of the house wow um then we go to bill I'm, uh, can i just say i'm a little disappointed that that's what that scene was from i hope we get I was more too. i, I hope know. we get more bill scarsgard flashback don't. but we don't, we don't. no that's, that's what i like was that's my main complaint of yeah. this whole movie that's but i guess i mean is that true to, it must be true to the book too which is just like i mean when yeah. stephen king wrote it he didn't know we were going at bill scarsgard and it was going to be someone we want point. so much more of <laughs> um okay so then we go to bill who is walking around town he sees like a little vintage shop a little pawn shop or something and he sees his old bike in the window and he's like oh i gotta go buy my old what are bike the chances? <laughs> and he goes in and it, the clerk is stephen king a little cameo we're getting mm. a stephen king cameo great and he's like sells him the bike whatever he leaves rides his bike back to his old house and in the house is the little kid who came up to bill Hader, richie uh-huh. for an autograph or yeah. whatever he now lives in james mcavoy uh bill's old, old house. house okay so bill sees the sewer he hears georgie's voice coming from the sewer being oh. like i'm still down here and he reaches his arm into the sewer Mm-mm. and Mm-mm. all these tiny little baby hands crawl out and start like pulling him in and he gets away, pushes away. And the like kid that lives in his house now runs out and is like, what's going on? And he's like, don't go in that sewer. Don't you ever go in that sewer. If you hear any voices from there. I like, know how much you want to go in the <laughs> sewer, but don't. He's like, if if you ever hear voices from there, like don't follow them. And the little kid's like, I only hear voices from the bathtub. Uh and he's like what voices do you hear and he's like oh you know like kids voices being like join us (laughs) (laughs) and he's like don't ever listen to those and like whatever i can't really remember how it ends but that's that's his little run-in but okay so then we get eddie who goes back to the like pharmacy because that's where he loves to be all his (laughs) medication he didn't need as a child um, he goes down into like the basement of the pharmacy, pharmacy, and has like cuts to like a childhood memory of him down there, and his mom like chained up, and the leper like coming at his mom. Wait, what? That's a memory. It's a memory. So they have all had like other, but they're very low stakes memories because they're adults now. So you know all these like they're gonna survive because they are alive now right and so then it cuts back to present day and then he like pulls back the curtain and the leper is still (gasps) there and like lunges at him and he grabs the leper by the throat and is like pinning him against the wall and it's like working but then the leper like vomits the like black tar into like his face and mouth but then it cuts to just call me angel or like playing underneath this scene is this like very funny song just call me angel of the morning slow motion as he's like getting vomit in his face what song is that is that shaggy no, what song no, is that? No, but Shaggy did it. He sampled it. Oh. He sampled it. <laughs> Shaggy sampled That's it. the uh, original version of That's that. original version. So there's an Eddie scene where he's in a bathroom somewhere, maybe at the pharmacy still, and Henry, the bully, adult bully, escaped, like mm. men- mental patient Henry, pops out, 
stabs him in the side of the face. Oh my fucking God. Leaves his switchblade in his face. And you can like see the blade like through <gasps> his, oh, I in don't his mouth, like that. through his cheek. Emily really doesn't like knives. Mm-hmm. I do not no. like knives. And she he goes like into, he goes into the shower, closes the shower curtain. And then Henry's like about to lunge. And then you see like the blade go through the shower curtain. Like Eddie has pulled it out of his own mouth to stab Henry. And does he? He does. And then he like comes downstairs and Jessica Chastain's there and they're like, oh, what happened? And then they run back up to like try to confront him and Henry is gone. Yeah, He's jumped out the window. Fuck. Um, Richie, Richie is, is he goes to this arcade that he went to when he was younger. Flashback to him and this like younger boy or same age boy playing like a video game and the, the kid's like, oh, like, good game, like, whatever, like, see you later. And he's like, wait, like, do you want to play one more? Like, I have another token or whatever, I have another coin. And then Henry walks in, mm-hmm. and it's Henry's, like, cousin, the kid mm-hmm. he was playing with. And he's like, you try to fuck my cousin? And Richie, like, runs away all scared. And then it cuts back to present day, Bill Hader outside of this arcade. And he sees Pennywise sitting on this like big Paul Bunyan statue <laughs> and Pennywise is like hi Richie does anyone know your secret yet like and your then- Pennywise Pennywise voice is terrifying <laughs> <laughs> I do my best so then Pennywise like attacks Bill Hader and then he kind of has a moment where he like bumps into someone and snaps back to reality and he's like gone again then he goes to the like bridge where Ben was like pushed over when he right. was being bullied as a kid. Mm-hmm. And he starts carving R plus in the like wood fence, but you don't mm. see what he finishes with. Mm. We'll come back to that. Okay, then we go to Ben's token searching moment where he goes to, well, it's a flashback to him in school and Bev is there. And Bev like has a moment where she's like, um, Oh, did you like think that I would ever like you? Like, no, you're like disgusting. You're fat. And <gasps> then her like head like lights on fire. And this is like another like Pennywise, Pennywise moment of okay. him as a kid. And Bev is like with her head on fire, like chasing him down the hall. He runs and hides in his locker. And then Pennywise is in the locker. Uh, and then he runs out and then he bumps into a janitor and ends it. it. Ends it. Um, and then we cut back to Ben is in the library. That's where his, like, initial run-in was with the headless boy right. from the Easter massacre. And he is getting a page from the old yearbook that only Bev signed. That's going to be his token because he was, like, the new kid, had no friends. Bev was the only one that was nice to him. He loves Bev. So this is his token of his childhood. As he's, like, leaving the library, a book, like, falls off a shelf he turns around and Henry mm. jumps out and is like, pins him down and is like attacking him. It has one of those moments where like the knife is like by his face and he's, and like, he's holding like holding, holding, the, he's holding uh. the wrist to like keep it away. And then you like hear like a boom and then you see that Bill Hader, Richie, <gasps> has hit it had killed him. He axed him in the head. Holy shit. Where'd he get the axe from? There's a, it showed like one shot of an axe in the library earlier. It must have been like a relic of some sort that was like on display in the library. 
So everyone comes in and is like, oh my God, are you guys okay? Where she's like, no, I'm not fucking no, okay. Like, I just fucking the- killed somebody. Oh, I just fucking killed Henry. Oh my God. Henry needed to die, to so, be fair. Okay, so Henry definitely needed to die. And Henry died. What happened this to his um, corpse logged zombie friend? He's just been car and enjoy rest. He's just been kind of popping up whenever. He's like a little guardian angel. Yeah, okay. Popping up whenever Henry needs a hand. He's just like idling in the parking lot waiting for him. Um, but okay, so then Checking his DMs. Bill sees um, the little kid Unhinged. that hears voices in the drain was like, I, I'm going to this carnival or whatever. And he sees, basically, he follows him to this carnival. The carnival that we were at Still in the happening. beginning. Okay, yeah. Um, and only Bill goes. And this is the probably scariest scene in the movie. This is the funhouse mirror scene. That's and in the trailer. That's yeah. in the trailer. And so he's like trying to save this little kid and running through these mirrors. And he like gets to him, but there's a pane of glass between them. Mm. And so it's basically J- James McAvoy, a pane of glass, the little kid, another pane of glass, and Pennywise. <laughs> so they're both trying to break through the wall to get to the kid to get to the kid because James McAvoy's trying to save him Pennywise trying to eat him ah! <laughs> it's a doggy dog world out there oh my god and um, in, the, in the trailer I assumed it was his son I thought that too, too. Yeah. it kind of lowers, lowers the stakes it that it's not his stakes. son well, yeah and, but it also like what kind of idiot brings his son back to that place where true, a crown needs children so That's I guess you know enough. points to Bill for not being that fucking stupid yeah mm-hmm. so um, Pennywise breaks through first obviously yeah and had he to see it coming. Eats that little boy. <gasps> he does. He while, eats the while boy. Bill watches. Oh yeah, and it explodes <gasps> with blood. It is so much blood. It sprays oh, all over that pane of glass. That's awful. How does he eat him? Where does he start? You know, it's very quick, <laughs> and I think it's start? like all at once. Where I think do you start goes, with a child? Think he, I think he goes right for the head. To yeah, be honest, that makes sense. Do you, yeah, he likes the head, chest area. <laughs> Although he does love arms. Too. He loves. He loves it all. He loves it all. Loves it all. Sometimes you're in the mood for a head. Sometimes a little wow. arm snack. We just don't know. <laughs> That's not easy to watch, I'd say. James McAvoy's probably not doing too well after this experience. No. So James McAvoy's fucking pissed. And he pissed. they finally get through to him on the phone. And he's like, he ate a fucking kid in front of me. <laughs> like, I'm going to fucking kill him. And Mike is like, no, like, we need to all be together. And then he, like, hangs up. He's like, no, like, I've got... This is my fault. Okay. I got to take care of this. Ugh. And... Mike's like, okay, well, we know Icarus. where. Icarus. <laughs> yeah, like, seriously. He's like, we know where he's going. If he wants to kill it, there's only one place he can go. The house. The well house. So they go back to the well house. And to be fair, Bill's had probably the most severe trauma of any of them mm. associated with Pennywise. Right. Agreed. I mean, this is the second child yeah. now that he's had to right. feel responsible for. Okay, so they're all at the well house. We get a scene where we get to see grown-up Ben's abs he walks oh in yes. i didn't see this coming <laughs> walks in and starts like screaming in pain and <gasps> letters are being carved into his chest oh. again but without anyone doing it and he's like pulling up his shirt real hot body hot body <laughs> hot <laughs> businessman body um and i think it's carving in home at last and they look in the mirror and they see Pennywise doing it in the mirror, even though he's not there uh. in person. Beverly smashes the mirror and then they all start getting separated because Pennywise likes to separate them. Mm-hmm. And um, Richie and Eddie get separated into my favorite scary, not scary, 
at all and very scary three-door choice room again, again. <laughs> and this time they go straight into very scary yeah very scary because he's like last time we did not scary at all like he's fucking with us yeah they go, go into, into it head on. they go into very scary i feel like i would still try not scary at all again i would go scary i'd get the difference he's trying to trick you <laughs> so they go into very scary it's very scary there yeah. is a it's the same like a person cut in half just legs running at them they slam the door and they're like he's not fucking with us he's not fucking with us go into not scary at all they open not scary at all <laughs> oh hell yeah see i get it it's a pomeranian puppy really? st- staring up at them and they're like they're like what the fuck is going on like, that's pretty funny he's like okay is it gonna get scary in a second like is this a joke he's really cute though <laughs> and then the pomeranian turns into like a big monster and uh, lunges at them and ah. they run away and then we cut to um, Bev and Ben, who have been separated together, and they kind of each go into their own little, like, it's messing with their head in a way that Bev is back in the bathroom stall that she was bullied in in high school. Oh, yeah. And Ben is in the clubhouse, and the walls start, like, collapsing, and the sand is, like, f- or dirt is, like, filling in on him, so he's being, like, buried alive. Bev's bathroom stall is like filling up with blood and all outside of the bathroom stall is like her bully the like bitchy mean girl her dad the creepy pharmacist from the first movie like all of them are like out there uh. like banging trying to get in she's getting like drowning in blood and ben is getting buried alive in the dirt and he calls out like Beverly, like January embers, the like words in the poem that he wrote. And he's like, it's not real. January embers. Like, I love you, Beverly. Can you hear me? And they like slowly come together and they like grab hands and like together it like falls away and they realize that it like wasn't really happening. And then I think she has a moment again where she's like, oh, right. Like, you wrote the poem. Right. Not, not, oh, right. <laughs> Duh. Right. Not Bill. It was you. I'm sorry. I keep looking for it to be anybody else. <laughs> and then I think we get Bill's scene, You Lied and I Died, that scene from the yeah, trailer. So what is that? I'm so very he goes curious. back. It takes him back into his basement as a kid. And Georgie is down there. And Georgie is like, you weren't sick that day were you like you were just pretending because you didn't want to play with me and Uh, bill is like yes like i'm sorry like i didn't want to play with you and he's like well you lied and i died and like starts screaming at him and then like child bill is also there so it's like grown-up bill child bill and little georgie and again Bill has to kill them with the cattle gun. I don't know where he got the cattle gun. Sure. <laughs> it wasn't anywhere previously, but he basically, same thing as like, this isn't real. Boom, boom. <laughs> kill you both. Been here before. Yeah. He's, <laughs> I'm he's wise not to your a, shit. Not, not his first rodeo. Yeah. Um, and so then they're all rejoined in the well house, like deep underground there's this area where it looks like maybe the asteroid hit. Mike's mm. like, this is where the asteroid hit. This is where we have to perform the ritual. Everyone needs to put in your token into this fire. The dead lights are coming from above, and they're all holding hands, chanting like, uh, turn, 
light into dark or dark into light or something like that it seems it's like pretty stupid like this ritual seems dumb like i don't know what you'll sink too you'll <laughs> yeah sink. sorry T- to, to be fair a lot of it seems pretty corny like the yeah. like the like well if as long as we're in it together right. we can try anything true but yeah so then they like get the deadlights into this container and they're like oh we got them it's the end and then the like container blows up into this big red balloon Mm. and they're all running from the big red balloon and it like pops and you get Pennywise and he's like Mike you didn't tell them what happened when the Native Americans tried this ritual like they all died like why didn't you tell them that Mike like because this doesn't fucking work and (gasps) Mike's like crying and like I'm sorry you guys like I thought it would work like if we all believed it would work and it didn't work ritual didn't work oh no (laughs) Um, and so Eddie, Eddie's like freaking out and he spears it through the mouth. He does like oh a convulsing, whatever, collapses, <laughs> falls down. And Eddie's like, I did it. I did it. Richie, Richie, I killed him. I really killed him. And like, this is the part in the movie where I was like, God fucking damn it. Cause you know what's about to happen. Eddie fucking dies. My favorite character gets stabbed through the oh, as he's leaning no. over Richie, being like, I got it. No. Pennywise stabs him through the chest <gasps> and like lifts him up and oh. throws him down. It's very upsetting. I was very, very mad. Eddie dies. Well, he's not like quite dead yet, but he does die. But yeah. he's like in his final breaths and they're kind of carrying him away. They go through this little cavern. They're running, and um Pennywise at this time is enormous. And in, like, a big spider form. Mm. And they're like, he's too big. We can't kill him. He's too big. (laughs) A big spider. No, I'm not. No, there's no way in hell. So they make him go through these little tunnels where it's, like, small little openings. So he has to, like, become a small form. Mm. And they make him chase them. And then I think it's another fake out and he gets big again. And then they're like, that's not the only way to make someone feel small. And then they all like start okay. ye- start yelling at him, and they're like, "You're just a clown." Okay. And they're basically all ganging up and bullying him, which is like one of bullying the, is the champion. One of the big complaints I read about this movie that I definitely agree with, where it's like in the end, bullying wins, and it's like, what the fuck is this message going on? So basically, they yeah. all scream at him, gang up, screaming at him. And he, like, shrinks to this really small, sad little clown. <laughs> wow. So he, he, even though he's an alien who's millions of years old, he also still has insecurities. to bullying. Maybe that's the message. It's like, no one, is, no one, is, no one is above the cruel, even aliens reality of bullying. Sure. Sure, yeah. So then they rip his heart out of his chest. <gasps> what? And, what? That's pretty intense, honestly. Who like, does that? Does got someone... all these, like, eight little hands now because he was a spider a second ago, but now they're back to human hands flopping around on his chest and he's still alive and he's like no he no (laughs) and they all like eight hold his heart in their hands and they smush it all together and he's like (laughs) aliens have the same anatomy as humans interesting it's wild and how did how this did they, work? What hands were strong enough to pull it out of the chest? Yeah, that's I can't my remember main question. Who did it. And so then they killed. That's it. They killed him. And that was over? how they fucking did it. Yeah. Oh, so um, you just pull his heart out. You just pull his heart out. Oh, and you're smush just. It. Oh, you're just mean to him, and, and then, then you pull, pull his heart out. out. You just have to become the bully. Wait, but okay. That's first of all. All right. I don't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a little nitpicking here for one second. Um, if you are in prehistoric alien 
Yeah. Really, your insecurities are the that you're a fucking clown that you've like actively (laughs) decided to manifest yourself. And I don't think that is how it is in the book. I will say. So then, does the movie end there? No. Okay. Okay. So then it goes like a little bit. Do we find out who it was like? R plus was it Stanley? Okay, no. So we go to. I want to know. Um, I only care about Bill Hader's storyline. <laughs> Bill Hader's storyline is definitely the strongest. Um, so they then we, we go to the quarry. They all go to the quarry to uh, rin- rinse be off. Furious. <laughs> <laughs> to rinse off after this traumatic event, mm-hmm. and Richie starts sobbing. So you're like led to believe that it was Eddie, R plus E. And then it does cut to him. uh, He was carving the E in it. It's really sad. William cried. (laughs) Had they they set that up properly throughout the story? I never noticed it, but I was reading a thing that said if you go back and watch, yes, that they had. That if you rewatch, there are a lot of scenes like they're always like the closest and like touching each other and like loving on each other and just like sweet little. Wow, that's fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah. Oh, it was very sad. But still a miracle that no one else died out of those kids. Wait, oh, when Eddie Stanley. was like, I did it, I killed him. Was it to Richie? And then he gets yeah. off. Oh, and he gets stabbed right in front of him. God, that's so brutal. So Richie is sobbing in the quarry. They all are holding him and embracing. It's this very sad moment where they're all grieving, all the loss. And then I think maybe it was before, but maybe after there's a part where they go underwater and Ben and Bev are underwater and Ben's like about to go back up and Bev grabs him and he's she's like, wait a second. And they have I'm a smooch. <laughs> we just killed an alien. Time for a smooch. Um, so they have their first kiss and I believe they... Uh, Second kiss? They what? kissed in chapter one. No, he, she kissed Bill in chapter one. I thought Ben kissed her to wake her up. Oh, it was that's Bill. true. That's true. But that was a kiss against her will. <laughs> sure. Okay, okay. Her first kiss that she consented without, to. Yes, without her knowledge. She initiated Great. this one. Great. Good, 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 good. <laughs> but okay, so then mm. they all kind of go back to their separate houses. Mike leaves Derry for the first time. He's moving out of Derry because now he can finally start his own life. He's released. And they all kind of have this nice closure. And he calls Bill and he's like, did you get the letter? And he opens a letter and he has a letter from Stanley, Mm. who is basically like, I knew that I would be too scared. And Pennywise like feeds on fear. And so I killed myself to like give you guys a better shot, which is like. In the in the moment, I was like, "Aw!" And then afterwards, I was like, "Wait, what the fuck? Like, are they being like? Good thing our friend killed himself." Yeah, but it's also like, <laughs> couldn't he just have stayed home? Like, I is mean, it every living person must come together, so therefore he must be dead? I guess I don't know, but yeah. So basically, the biggest um, issues that people had with it that I totally agree with martyr. are like it kind of in the end is like pro bullying and pro suicide <laughs> yeah. in a really like weird. Both are useful way. tools to get what you want. Yeah, totally. It's like, what the fuck? So use yeah. them rarely, but if you must. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I don't know. That's just it, yeah. The ending Once is not again, great. Stephen King, come on this fucking podcast and defend yourself. Defend yourself. Defend yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I will, I mean, I had a great time, as you guys know. I thought it was... Fun film. Super, super fun. The ending was not great. There was definitely not enough Pennywise. Mm. My biggest wish for this movie was that it was going to be (laughs) wall-to-wall Pennywise. (laughs) Wall-to-wall. It was not. It was not. Um, Wow. Okay. Yeah. So... 
We did it. That's it. That's the movie. A full franchise explained. Emily, will you see it with me? I might. Ah, I might. You don't even ask me. You're like, I know. Emily's I know. Not, I, Emily's not going. I might. Not tapped in. I might watch it. Yeah, I'm, I might watch if it. If you want to go, I would definitely go. Oh, I'm scared, but I might do it. Oh my god, I think it sounds dumb and bad. Oh my god, just like the Jezebel article dumb said. And bad. Oh my god, <laughs> you're right. You're right, but America's sweetheart Bill Hader is in it. We get to see oh, his just, full if someone range. Could do, if someone could do a supercut of just, just the, the Bill Hader version, oh I'll my God. watch that for sure. Yeah, he's That'd great. Be great. Um, well, then Henley, since you definitely won't be seeing it, what what is going to haunt you from this retelling? Honestly, like none of it sounded that scary to me. Yeah, I sort of agree with you. Yeah, there's it's not actually that. I'm scary. telling you, okay, because there was a lot of reviews that were like, "This is not a scary movie," and I was like, "Oh fuck them!" Like people always say that, and then they are scary. But I was watching it, and I was like, "This isn't." It scary. doesn't sound as scary as Chapter One. No, it's, it's not. Like chapter One's much scarier. In the beginning is the scariest part. Yes, I think that's mine. That would be that's mine. really bad. that's really fucked up when they and I'll, yeah. I hate I hate anything where someone's getting beat up Ooh, and you're tough. actually being forced yeah, to yeah. watch it. I yeah. I hate anything like that. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm not as bad with knives, Emily. I think for me, it would knives definitely be more of the. I but even that knife is. I mean, I don't want to see it. And the idea of the knife being like through his mouth is freaky but like that's also kind of a, like i i can't i don't like like a knife fight situation where it's like right. where's the knife gonna go where's it, where it's like i know and i know where right. the knife is and right. i like to keep track of the knife right um you have, but a, you have a control thing about knives, I have knives. <laughs> Got it. i just want to know where it is um <laughs> where it is where it's where going is the knife um i think the hate crime is is bad the domestic violence definitely the domestic really violence bad. Yeah. really I, and i fuck it, the, that manipulation the way they played it of like him being nice and then mm. like oh uh, yeah like mm. i don't get like, like a pit in my stomach yeah. about it and yeah. i just don't i don't like that at all what about you, Sammy? What's I think haunt what you? will haunt me is that Bill Hader personally insulted our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so when I saw it, my heart sunk into my butt. I was so <laughs> sad. <laughs> and I'm yeah, it's pretty tough to be Bill Hader's least favorite podcast, but I guess <laughs> let's make that our tagline. <laughs> Right. Oh. Bill Hader, be in more horror movies. We love you, Bill. We love you, Bill. We love you, Bill and Bill. <laughs> Both Bills. <laughs> okay, wow. So this was a long one. This, this was, was a long this one. This was a long one. A long movie. We really had to get into it. We wanted to hear all of the juicy Bill moments. Spill Bill. Sammy, you I fucking hope that, killed it. I you hope that some of our that. listeners will see it because it's good. It's, I mean, aside from the bad ending. But yeah, listeners, um, I'd say this is a less scary than usual movie. And if you're feeling brave, fucking go for it. Fucking it's go for it. Very funny. I laughed so much. Too much, maybe. <laughs> I laughed when other people were not laughing. Oh, okay. Ooh, that's exciting. Well, my <sighs> God, what a thrill. What a thrill. And we don't have any guest here with us to put the burden of ending the podcast <laughs> upon it's um, all on us. You need to do your catchphrase. All us. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> Don't let the bed bugs bite. <laughs> I wasn't thinking of that one. I was thinking of goodbye. Oh, I will do that. I will do that. Yes, Sorry. Yes, and, yes. Um, thank you for listening. And goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Hey, scaredy cats and brave people alike. This is Emily. And thanks for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hopefully you loved It Chapter 2 as much as I did and might be willing to go see it. 
Don't hold me to that, though. I don't know how much this bravery will last. Please go ahead and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also leave us a review on iTunes. So please do that unless you are Bill Hader. Bill, we know you hate us and we are struggling to accept that. Follow us on social media. We are at TSDW Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Send us an email at TSDWpodcast at gmail.com if you want to let us know a film you'd love to see us do on the pod uh, or, you know, just to say hi. I mean, those emails just go straight to us and we love it. And until next week, goodbye. <laughs>